Welcome to Kingdom.Think. Today is Deuteronomy 17, 18, Psalms 88, and John 20. And each one is very interesting, but very, very different, each passage, which it is. It's supposed to be different sometimes, but sometimes they do communicate to each other. And um, I just felt these were all very different this time. So here we are in chapter 17. Remember, Moses is still talking to the Israelites, and he's telling them, um, not to worship other gods, and even to the extent that if you find someone worshiping other gods and there's several witnesses, yep, even to the extent that they will be put to death. Okay, and it sounds intense. You're like, come on, how do we know these people aren't against this person or they are not lying and that kind of thing? Highly true. This is the way it was back then. Now, This is why it is so important that you read the Bible from beginning to end, that you read it frequently. Because can you imagine if you took this out of context? Can you imagine if you just went to, you know, you you picked up the Bible and you just started reading and you went over here to Deuteronomy 17, 2 or whatever, 5. Um, Yeah, 2 to 5, something like that. Can you imagine? And it talks about if these people are worshiping other gods and there are witnesses, they, they are to be taken out of the city and stoned to death. You would think God is a horrible God. You would think without context, without understanding that Moses was trying to impress upon these people, that God had been preparing a, a, a new people, that the Israelites were used as a vessel. All these things that you we've discovered up to this point, up to this chapter. So it's important that we do not take the Bible out of context, but we look at it altogether. So, and then he talks about the laws and how to create judges and what they do. He talks about a king. So there is no king at this time, but Moses is telling them, if you decide, I wonder if this was a prophetic word, like when you guys can't handle it on your own and you decide that you need a king, which they're going to do, um, here's how you're going to do it. Or did Moses know that that's going to that's just going to happen? Did he just, I don't know. Anyways, he says, when you have a king, how they are supposed to not consider themselves better than his fellow Israelite and how they're supposed to write the law and meditate and, and just have that law with them, um, God's law and just really, and it's going to be someone that God chooses. Okay. So then, um, 18, he talks about offerings and, and then he talks about occult practices and oh my goodness, um, for some reason I have this underlined and it says 2020. I don't know why. Let's read it real quick. Let no one found among you who sacrifices their sons and daughters in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells or who has mediums or spirits <laughs> or consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord because of the same detestable practice. The Lord, your God, will drive out those nations before you. I put, for some reason, 2020 right next to it. That is so funny. Okay, but I love the part where God will drive out those nations before you. Goodness. Okay, so then he talks about prophets. And when God speaks through prophets, how do you know if it's true? It will come true. And if it doesn't come true then he was presumptuous in giving that message. Moving on to Psalms 88. Psalms 88 is a song of a psalm of the son of Korah. Remember he's the choir person. It's a very anguished psalm. Somebody 
has suffered a great loss. And the reason it's important to read this is because in our life, we suffer great loss and we feel desperate. It's a desperate cry and that God can handle our desperate cry. And this is an example of someone who possibly lost a friend and they're just feeling so distant from God. They feel like God is just not hearing them. But even pouring your heart out to God, he comforts and he can handle it. And so this Psalms is an example of someone who's doing just that. You can read it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it really is a desperate cry from beginning to end. Keep that one in your back pocket as life gives you whatever it gives you. And sometimes you suffer um, sadness, desperation. It's kind of like when you're feeling sad, you listen to a sad song and it just really touches your soul. That's kind of how this psalm is. When life is feels difficult, you read Psalms 88 and it just kind of connects with your soul. Okay, so moving on to chapter 20 of John. Well, sure enough, the stone is rolled away and Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb and finds this tomb the stone rolled away and Jesus is gone. She's devastated. Where have they taken my Lord? And she goes and tells the disciples, Peter and another disciple run over there. And um, I don't know if the angels appeared to them, but the, but now Mary stood outside the tomb crying as she wept. She bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body was. And they, they asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not recognize that it was Jesus. Women, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Sir, if you have taken him away, tell me where you put him and I will get him. Jesus said, Mary. Aw, can you imagine? Mary. And she turned toward him and cried out, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus says, do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Um, So then Mary went to tell the disciples, and then they were so, the disciples were so terrified of everything that they went up into the upper room, locked the door, they were afraid of the Jewish leaders, and then Jesus appeared to them. Oh my goodness. That must have been so scary. So here they were already terrified, totally confused. And then out of nowhere, in a locked room, Jesus appears. They must have thought they were all going crazy. (laughs) Um, But Jesus said to them, peace be with you. As the Father has sent you, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. I just want to we glance over this, but I just need you to know that forgiveness is such a powerful, powerful thing. And um, they're going to address it again. Of course, we talk about it a lot in the Bible, but here Jesus is, sent, is telling them it's a mandate to forgive. Jesus appears to Thomas because Thomas didn't believe. So a week later, Jesus appeared again because Thomas was there. And let me read this part because it's very interesting. Verse 10 I'm sorry, verse 30, verse 30, yeah, verse 30, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God, that by believing 
you may have life in his name. In other words, even more than the Bible can hold, even more that is written in these books, Jesus performed so many more miracles. But these have been selected so that we can believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. So good. Uh, that was the end of chap- uh, chapter 20 of John. We also talked about Psalms 88. You can go back and read that. And then Deuteronomy 17 and 18. I was trying to make this a short one for you. Hope you enjoyed that and um, have a great day.